Kiora, Saobona, Namaste, and hello everyone, and welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're listening to Medicine in the Mirror with Dr. K, a South African-born Indian who made beautiful New Zealand home. Outer beauty is a mere reflection of inner health. Are you ready to join me on the journey to becoming more healthy and so too more beautiful? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome. What better time to start the menopausal chat than World Menopause Awareness Month, although it is the last day of it. Menopause is a fascinating topic and a natural transition that every biological female goes through marking the end of reproductive years and the beginning of a new chapter. But it's not without its challenges. Menopause has been shrouded in silence, secrecy, and yes, shame for centuries. The time has come for this to change. Today, I will cover a brief introduction to menopause, the definition of menopause, the history of menopause, and the phases. My aim is to simply educate you about menopause. Most of the menopausal education available seems to be a bit biased because it's given by people who are selling something. Supplements, exercise program, coaching subscriptions, others advocating for medical therapy only, etc. I'm not selling anything. My aim is to simply educate you, to empower you with the knowledge so that you can embrace menopause on your own terms. This series is about understanding menopause, embracing menopause, and about giving you enough knowledge so you can have control over your menopause. As a specialist GP and cosmetic doctor with over 25 years experience, I have treated thousands of women and I have aged with my patients. As a middle-aged female, I'm right in the throes of this transition. Over the years, I've seen many women dread menopause. They fear the physical changes and the emotional upheaval. They worry about not feeling sexy anymore and becoming the invisible ones. And that's because Google and the media portray menopausal women as grey-haired, old ladies, hot-flushing, who stopped having their periods and are no longer of any value. Now, do you guys remember the Golden Girls? The four grey-haired, cardigan-wearing ladies? Yes. They were portrayed as 50-year-old menopausal women. But now when we think of the 50s, we see the ladies from Sex and the City, the likes of Julia Roberts, Jennifer Lopez, and Liz Hurley. It's the new middle age, and menopause has had a makeover. It can be the best time of your life, and there's no reason to dread it at all. You are confident, you have stability, you have history, and you're ready for it. There's no need to conform to any of society's views. Around the age of 50, many women rethink how they want to represent themselves to the world. Is it time for a short haircut? To stop showing cleavage? Is it time to stop wearing mega high heels? It's a time when you reassess the message by how you dress. When I turned 50, I was always dressed to the nines every day, wearing my mega high heels and fitted dresses daily to work. And I loved being feminine, and I still do. Although COVID has changed my work clothing, and I'm sure my feet appreciate the sneakers now. But I still love to dress. I wear a hat every day. It's me, and I'm comfortable with it. And my message to you is, do what you want. You don't need anyone's permission to be true to yourself. And you can make your menopause look any way you want it to look. 
The details I share with you in this series is so you can tailor them to your likes and dislikes and to feel good about your choices and be flexible to change your mind too. I present these podcasts as metaphors, but the truth is, it's valuable information for women of all ages. You're in your 30s, you're going to find this useful and invaluable for the rest of your life. If you're in your 60s, you're still going to find it useful for the rest of your life. What does the word menopause mean? The word menopause was coined way back in 1821 by French physician Dr. Charles Negria. As a genetic female, you are born with all your eggs in your ovaries, approximately 1 million. As you go through puberty, these eggs are released every month, which is ovulation. And if they're not fertilized, you have a period. Now, through your lifespan, you have only used about 450 of these eggs. The rest shrivel up and are reabsorbed. Menopause happens when you reach a critically low number of eggs, approximate number being a thousand. It's literally when your ovaries go out of business. The word menopause has two parts and is taken from the Greek words pauses, which is pause, and men, which is month. It literally means the seizing of menstruation. It's the reverse of puberty, when your reproductive switch is turned on, whereas menopause is when it's turned off. And it's literally that. The word menopause refers to the last or final menstrual period. Menopause, by definition, is one moment in time. It's 12 months after your last period. That is 12 consecutive months after your last period. But the term is used generically to cover the entire transition period. Now let's talk about the history of menopause. Looking back in the time of the Roman Empire, menopause didn't exist because women died about the age of 27. Occasionally, women lived until the ripe old age of 40 and suffered seriously with menopausal symptoms, but they were labelled ailing females and received no medical help. And this has really continued for a vast majority of human existence. Back in the 19th century, menopause was considered a time of emotional vulnerability, and that's when they incarcerated women for hysterical behavior. Now, the word hysteria means uterus, and the words hysteria, histrionic, come from this assumption that behaviors occur in women. Since the 1900s, women have been living well into the menopause, but there has been very little research. Pregnancy and birth complications have reduced which meant women lived a lot longer, and this continued well into the 20th century, when sexuality and femininity were the focus, obedient housewives and dedicated mothers. Until the 1900s, the entire medical profession was male, who shrugged off menopause as a state of mind and belittled the discomforts of menopause. And now we're in the 21st century, and has much changed? Does menopause still give people reason to call women crazy? We've progressed in so many areas, but yet neglected to educate people in something that is as predictable and normal and common. We have a significant population that are all ill-prepared for one of the most significant phases in their lives. According to the New Zealand Ministry of Health, the average age of menopause in New Zealand is 52 years old. It's estimated that about 400,000 biologically female in New Zealand are either perimenopausal, that's in the years leading up to menopause, or have gone through menopause. 
This represents approximately 12% of the population of New Zealand. In fact, this may be a little untrue too, because 14% of our population are now Asian, and they tend to go through menopause about five years earlier. Also, about 14% of you will go through menopause before the age of 45, and 4% before the age of 40, so it's happening to 20 and 30-year-olds that you know too. Globally, 1 billion women are projected to be in menopause by 2025. The world is facing a situation without precedent. We are living longer in postmenopause than ever before. Well, it's time to change the narrative, ladies. It's time to wake up, speak up, and look up to the fact that we're fortunate to have an increased lifespan and celebrate menopause. We teach our kids about puberty and prepare them, so why aren't we prepared for menopause? Now let's start by discussing the phases of menopause. People often think that you go through menopause and it's all over. But menopause doesn't happen suddenly, except unless you have surgery or chemo or radiotherapy. There are in fact three separate stages of menopause. Premenopause, perimenopause and postmenopause. Now pre means before, peri means around or surrounding and post is after the event. Menopause is a progressive process that moves along a timeline. The word menopause, as I said earlier, is often used to cover this entire transition period. Premenopause is the period before menopause. It's happening when you're all cruising through life, having regular periods, everything's chugging along just fine, you feel beautiful and feminine. This lasts from puberty until the next phase comes along and you start the transition into perimenopause. Now, perimenopause means the time near, the time around the transition into the menopausal period of your life. It's not a single moment in time at all, but rather a time span. It's like the time when you went through puberty. Yes, do you remember how unsettling that was? And it's about to happen all again. Now, remember the first time you got that snide remark or look from your kid? It usually meant the beginning of their puberty. And the minute you saw that first sign, you know you're in for a tough couple of years. And you brace yourself for the hormonal changes. And guess what? The same is true of perimenopause. Perimenopause is usually between 2 and 10 years before menopause hits. And it usually happens around the ages of 40 or 50. That's a really long time with symptoms being either intermittent or continuous. The main telltale sign is usually irregular periods. It's when there's a huge hormonal fluctuation with progesterone being low, which really causes all the wacky periods. I will discuss the hormonal changes in much more detail in the next episode. So after this period of wacky periods, with or without other symptoms, your period stops completely. And once it's been gone for 12 consecutive months, that's menopause. Menopause is a moment in time when your period ceases. After the chaotic transition, you reach the very last stage, which is postmenopause. It's when you have no period for 12 consecutive months, your ovaries have retired, you can no longer get pregnant, and you're usually around 52 in New Zealand. The key word being consecutive. Because if you go through 11 months without a period, then you have one, you have to start counting all over again until it's 12 consecutive months. And that's why perimenopause can be particularly long, 
between two and 10 years. Because for most women, you get a period for a few months and then it stops and then you have it again and it goes on and off and on and off. And it may in fact linger for years. And you remain postmenopausal for the rest of your life, which is really about 30 or 40 years of your life, with the life expectancy of an average female in New Zealand being 85. So postmenopause is when your estrogen disappears and your reproductive function is completely gone. You have some or all of the symptoms of menopause. But it's really also about the disease and illness that estrogen has prevented until now. The diseases that menopause puts you at risk at include heart attacks, osteoporosis and Alzheimer's. Often people think I've gone through menopause and that's it. But this is not where it stops. Your health changes and this is where I think the biggest education needs to be so that you can choose how to manage it. It's your last phase and it should be the best. And you should be prepared for it by getting informed and educated about this stage of life. It definitely warrants preparation and discussion. Most people don't think about it. But I am on a mission to change this. There's a lot of fear associated with menopause, as I said. But really, there's nothing to be fearful about. It's just about educating yourself so you know all you need to know. As I said, I'm not selling anything, but simply using this podcast to help you talk about menopause, understand menopause, Embrace menopause and understand that you can have control over your menopause. So I hope you've enjoyed the beginning of our discussion on menopause. And I look forward to chatting to you in the next episode where I'll discuss the diagnosis and symptoms of menopause. That's it for now, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode. I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review and ratings on iTunes. Follow Medicine in the Mirror on Insta and Facebook for behind-the-scenes updates. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, go live your best reflection. Reflection.